This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. All right. Welcome back. It is 402 with Isaac and Soup. The Ducks play under the lights this weekend at Autzen hosting USC. And it is time for our weekly visit with uh, Oregon head coach Dan Lanning, who joins us now. Coach, can you read Can you read me? I got you. What's up, man? Hey. Well, not much. Not much at all. Uh, that start of the cow game was pretty wild, wasn't it? What What is the uh... – <laughs> Yeah, wild for sure. I think uh... – yeah, I was a little frustrated there early on, but uh, we came back to we we came back to shape before it was all said and done. Yeah, but it just kind of goes to show that was a good lesson for all of us out here in just fanland. That's like, man, <laughs> you were you guys have been playing great, everything's been tight, and then first play interception, and just things can just get haywire. What is the strangest game you've ever been a part of? Mm. Boy, I wasn't expecting that question. Strangest game I've ever been a part of. I don't know. I've been I've been a part of a lot of different games. Um, I don't know if I have the answer to that question. You know, to catch me, you know, off the top. I you know, the Peach Bowl. My my uh, second to last year, of Georgia's COVID season. You know, we ended up winning that game on a last second field goal in the last with a two minute drive where you know there was a four minute drive where we had to get the ball back. It was kind of a crazy one, and we hit a, a long kick. Not to mention that it was COVID, so the entire you know, the stands are completely empty. Yeah. Um, but that was definitely a unique one. Um, but been a, been a part of a, a bunch of different, a uh, bunch of different ones. Yeah. It was just so weird. Cause like you get to this, I always call them the witches of November. Funky things happen in college football. You lose the teams. You're not supposed to lose, do weird games. And like the way that started, you know, and it was kind of a back and forth first, you know, first, you know, quarter, quarter and a half. And there was like that feeling of like, Oh my God, is this going to be it? And then you scored 60, <laughs> like, 63. Yeah. 63. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Yeah, and and for me, it's more just a frustration of the start because there's a lot of self-inflicted wounds early yeah. on. You know, um, you know, a, a ball in your hands, we don't just quite finish on it. Uh, a snap error that turns into a touchdown when your defense isn't on the field. Like those are some things that stick with you, um, and things you can't do. You know, when it matters most, but uh, you can do when you're playing um, Cal. So 
we, we got to get better um, in those moments. But, you know, I think it's good for one thing that we do a good job of. We, we learn just as much from, from wins as we do from losses. And I think our players, you know, do a really great job of that. Well, coach, I asked the tough questions here. You know, I talked about your strength conditioning. I talked about your strength conditioning program with the, the lack of duck pushups, which was disappointing early in the season. And, what are we doing with big man scoop and scores? I mean, seriously, we can't get an extra half yard. Did did you have you watched that one close? Because go uh, after review, you, do you not feel like he was in the end zone? Well, I can't say that I've done the Sempruder film. I, at first, I thought he scored, and he may have been in, but we can't do better than that. He recovers it on like the yard line and a half. Can we? Can we? Well, just work? know that he's seen it. He just know that he's seen that just about every week, uh, every day this week. So, um, if the opportunity comes again, I would tell you this: Taki Diamani, yo, he's gonna he's gonna make that play next time. But I think if you go back after review, you might say, hey, maybe he was in the first time anyway. Yeah. It's 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 close to. I'm, I'm being dead serious. City fumble, country fumble. So that was uh-huh. that was a country fumble when there's nobody else around, like scoop and score, get in the end zone. A city fumble, get on the ball, right? But then again, if that doesn't happen, right, then Bo Nix would have had five touchdowns, not six. So mm. you got to think about, you know, all the repercussions that <laughs> exist here. So first off, I have never heard that phrase before, and I'm totally going to steal it. I, country fumble, city fumble? That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so if... common in coaching. Yeah. If Bo wins the Heisman, we'll look back on the uh, the talkie no touchdown, and you know I think he deserves to you know a little piece of that Heisman trophy. No doubt, we should get him a cupcake or something if <laughs> Bo wins the Heisman. <laughs> so, how does a team swapping out its defensive coordinator right before you play them? How does that affect your prep? Well, it certainly makes you you sit back and say, okay, what's different about these guys, um, and what 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 would you be willing to change if you were in that same situation? You know, um, they've got some good coaches over there, and they've they've certainly got some good players. You know, we've just studied a little bit more of their background. Your coach Odom's been, um, he's called it before at Oklahoma last time Oregon played in the Alamo Bowl. Oh. Um, so studied that game a little bit. You know, he was uh, at Missouri. Um, you know, with Ryan Walters and Barry Odom for. Uh, a good amount of time where they run uh, a couple things different schematically, defensively, um, that we've certainly taken a glance at. And then, then you study a, a lot of what they've done there at SC and say, okay, how would you adjust it if you were uh, taking over the ship in the middle of the night? And and uh, you know what we'll have to do? We'll have to go out there with our camp rules and be able to execute based on what we see. There's only so much you can change over the course of one week, though, correct? We shall see. Yeah. You know, you would think, right, yeah. and execute at a high level, but – um, I, I certainly expect some changes. Uh, I wouldn't expect a, a hard sell. Um, you know, sometimes when there's changes, that, that can be, you know, in, it can create some juice within your program and an opportunity to go out there and execute at a higher level. So um, we'll see what, you know, what transpires. Yeah, that's that's where I was going with the follow-up there. On the outside, it seems as if we, I mean, we have no idea how disruptive an in-season coaching change uh, could be on the inside. Have you seen that firsthand? And what can be the effects for a team? Yeah, it can, it can go a couple different ways. Um, I'm sure everybody in that program has love and admiration for Coach Grinch, and um, ultimately those decisions are always hard um, when they exist. I've talked, you know, ball with uh, Alex before he ever got to USC and, and before I ever got here to Oregon. I know he's a good ball coach. Um, so I'm sure there's some people in that building that are hurting a little bit and they want to go perform at a higher level. Um, 
but the same no it creates some opportunities from other people that are going to be really hungry so they can go either way um our job isn't to really worry about that our job is to go out there and focus on what's the best version of the organ ducks and how can we execute at a high level well uh, with with obviously the the recruiting grounds in southern california you guys have done such a good job down there over the years and in, in, in usc being you know, in their backyard does the uh anytime you play in la does it carry a little extra weight when it comes to recruits well, we're going to recruit the best of the best, regardless of where they live. And certainly there's a lot of great players that live in California. And I think um, ultimately the players that we recruit would love to see us win, you know, especially when it comes to games against their home state. So all games matter. We're not going to pretend like one game matters more than the next. Um, but that's certainly an important one that we want to put our, you know, our best foot forward and execute at a high level. You know, you said uh, coming into the season that, you know, Bo Nix was so good last year and you said he could get even better. And you kind of looked and said, I don't know how that's possible. And yet here we are arguably playing better than anyone in the country. What has he done actually to improve from last year, which was phenomenal to this year, where, like I said, to me right now, you could make a strong case. He's the Heisman Trophy winner. You know, I don't know uh, that Bo's had a lot of seasons where, and we certainly have had a coordinator change, but there hasn't been a lot of seasons where Bo got to operate under the same system, you know, multiple years in a row. And I think what you're seeing this year is what's it look like when Bo gets to do a lot of the same things two years in a row with some of those great elements that Coach Stein's been able to bring aboard and add. Um, but he's, you know, he's performed at a really high level. I mean, we have a, a coaches meeting every Thursday, and people probably don't realize this. Bo sits in that meeting with us. Like, he's going through – Uh, our game plan tape and hearing us coaches discuss what calls we like, what we don't. I'm asking Bo what his favorite play is, what his read is, as we kind of go through this game before a game. Um, There's just a lot of things that make Bo Nix different. And um, his performance, you know, on the field is is enough to point that out. But the person he is, you know, I think is – uh, makes that a, a whole nother level. Yeah, you guys were playing Utah and you were down at the goal line and and you were running a little rub route. And he threw a touchdown to the guy setting the pick. Under pressure, I can't say I I've seen that before. That's a that that's a that's a calm, cool customer back there in the pocket. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. He is that. Um, and maybe it was, a you know, that was a game plan play where it looks like that guy's doing that, but, you know, it was actually, it was not. It was, an, it was a very intentional play, the way it played out. Now, the protection looked a little bit different than we anticipated. <laughs> um, 
but that was something that we had kind of set up, you know, over time, and Bo did a good job of executing in that moment. Oh, you had a little subterfuge there, huh? The 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 fake the fake rub route. Correct. Oh. That is right. So, what about Caleb Williams, the the last Heisman? Uh, he's pretty good. What can you compare him to? Another quarterback we would know. Um. No, I don't know. I, I mean, I think every one of these guys are individuals into in themselves. You know, Caleb is a guy that can make every single throw. Probably doesn't get enough credit for how how uh, strong his lower body strength is. He's not a guy that goes down easy, and mm-hmm. he's much faster than people realize as well. His scramble ability is impressive. You know, things that I think make him really different is how long he can hold on to the ball um, and find explosive plays. The last guy that I really went against that was similar to that was Joe Burrow when he was at LSU. He's a guy that – didn't go down easy, could hold on the ball for a long time, and then he had really good weapons to be able to throw the ball too. So, um, you know, Caleb's obviously a special player. He's definitely got great arm strength, and it's hard to outrun his arm. So he's looking to make the big play consistently, and they've done a good job of that this season. I mean, I know guys have to love the challenge. We talked when you were playing Washington State with D linemen. It can be a little frustrating because they get rid of the ball so quick. Caleb backs out and backs up a lot. And so I'm assuming that if you're a D lineman, you know, this is one of those where you're you're pumped for this because it's an ultimate challenge and there's plays to be made with how long he holds the ball. Am I right? Well, if you win, right? There, there's plays to be made if you win your one-on-one. Yeah. And this one comes down to as much as anything about effort rush, you know, because these D linemen at times, they can get tired. It's hard to rush for somebody for eight seconds or six seconds. And uh, he makes you do that. He spins out of the pocket, he extends plays, he'll move, you know, the the launch point back in the pocket and he keeps his eyes downfield the entire time. So it's a real challenge, but there certainly are opportunities that sit out there. Well and, and with your guys' depth, I remember when when I was playing at BYU and we played Bama and we played Florida State, Notre Dame and someone asked me what the difference was between them and other teams and I always said depth. Like the the fact that you just never got a break. The backup and the backup just kept coming. And you look at you guys and the depth you've built it, it reminds me that this this is is different than than past teams. So when you look at the depth that you guys have built, is it getting there with with some of those the, the, those championship level teams like you saw at Georgia? Oh, time will tell. But I'll say this: the depth is really a strength for us right now. And these are the games where it matters the most, right? You have to be fresh in the moment, and these are moments that we need to be fresh because. There's going to be some guys that get worn out. What we want is when you're on the field, give us your absolute best. If we, if you need a tap out, hell yeah, we'll get you somebody in there. Um, but don't put bad film out there. Don't put bad execution, and certainly don't put bad effort out there uh, on the field. So last week we asked you about the Hail Mary. This week I'd like to ask you about a random play they like to call the tush push. Uh, I wonder, yeah. yeah, what do you think when you watch the Eagles do that and what makes it so hard to stop? Well, one, you know, if you go back and you watch like rugby football, it's very similar, you know, to rugby football where you have guys getting low pad level and leg drives. And um, so often, like when you watch quarterback sneaks, you just see guys kind of just jump on the ground. There's like a submarine technique that defensive line will do where they just shoot below your knees. You know, the tush push is a little bit different. One, because everybody's moving their legs and they're moving them forward. These guys will get in four-point stances. Um, they try to get great pad level below the defender. Um, and then the fact that you have guys behind that are actually, you know, moving the moving pockets as well. But quarterbacks moving their feet, the whole thing, it's a really tough play to defend. Um, and, you know, I think you'll probably just continue to see more of it in college football as we move forward. You guys, you guys uh, working on that? 
Mm, no comment. <laughs> How much do you do you watch NFL? Like the, the uh, stuff trickles up, you know, both ways. Trickles up, trickles down from the NFL. How much do you pay attention to that game and and take from it stuff that you guys use in in in, in your schemes? So I don't I don't get a chance. Sunday is such a big prep day for us that I hardly ever get a chance to really watch NFL games. But what I do do is I go through you know explosive plays in football. Um, every single week. So I watch an explosive play reel in, in college and NFL football um, that I'm kind of able to, to pull some ideas and thoughts from and see if any of them fit what we do. You know, I have a couple guys on our staff that do the same thing. Um, so we watch that at times. And then Thursday, this is the night that I get to watch a little bit of NFL football because we get down a little bit earlier as a staff on Thursdays. So mm. what is it tonight? Bears yeah, and Panthers. Uh, Panthers? I'm, I'm sorry. So Gosh, I get to see a little bit of that. Not good. That's not. Not good. That's, yeah, that's that's – don't watch that. That's rough. It's football. It's football. <laughs> it's football. I mean, what else are we going to watch? Bowling? I mean, come on. This, it's football. Well, Get we, excited. Well, we gamble yeah. on it, so that makes yeah. it. it I makes got the it, Panthers yeah. if you care. Yeah. You, so it's words of advice, man. Don't gamble on football. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Are you guys up? Are you guys Are you guys doing well? Yeah. Well, of course. I mean, Oh, well, then keep doing it. Good. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. you win some, you lose some, but over time, you you know. You... I, I told it makes you... every game fun is what you're telling me. You yes. pay more attention to Bowling Green versus whoever because, exactly. you know, there's no some. Bingo. All right. Well, I get that. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. And it's great when a certain linebacker from the Oregon Ducks uh, maybe hurdles a quarterback and scores <laughs> against scores. Texas Tech. You know, it's. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. There you go. Have a great night uh, and uh, good luck against USC. Thanks, Coach. All right, appreciate you guys. Have a good one. Okay, we'll talk to you next week. That is Dan Lanning, the Oregon football coach, who joins us every Thursday at 4. I wanted to ask him, but I thought it would be, uh, you know, I couldn't. If they just ran the ball every time, could they run the ball for 900 yards against USC? <laughs> yeah, I don't think you should ask him that. No. But, but you but know, I, he I did. did. I do think they could. <laughs> I jotted it down. You know, he's funny. When he he says little things that I think mean a lot. Yeah. And he, I just jotted it down. He was saying, he was talking about Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. And he was, first of all, that was a good point. It's like, you got to remember defensive linemen, when Caleb Williams makes you work that hard, yeah. you can get tired. Yes. That's a, that's a big element of this game. But they got a lot of D linemen. They do. But he, but then on the backside of that, he said, but opportunities sit out there for yeah. us, which yeah. that to me says on film, yeah. he's like, ooh, yeah. licking chops. So I said, there are a lot of plays where, uh, again, it's it's nitpicking, but I really think that his pocket awareness has kind of gone to pot lately, and that he just backs out of plays and goes backwards and does his little whirly bird stuff instead of climbing pockets. And you know, a lot of times you play in these college systems, it's it's really frustrating for D linemen because you don't see a lot of guys with with big sack numbers because the ball comes out so fast, right? It's a lot of RPOs and dink and dunks and, and you know air raid stuff where you're just you're you know one step and, and throw. Caleb Williams holds on to the ball longer than any quarterback in college football, and that is that's an actual stat. And yeah, I do think that there are some Oregon linemen sitting there right now, especially with how deep they run, that are absolutely cherishing this opportunity to actually pin their ears back and and get upfield and rush. By the way, that uh, Peach Bowl he talked about, yeah. I asked him what the strangest game he was ever part of. Caught him off guard, but he then mentioned the Peach Bowl of uh, the COVID year. They were playing, the he was at Georgia, mm-hmm. they were playing Cincinnati, oh. who at the time was that ranked 8th. Yeah, that was Ritter, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it was Desmond Ritter. They might have been 
I think they were undefeated. Undefeated. I'm pretty sure they were. Georgia beat him 24-21. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe. I enjoyed his honesty. Good ball. And a uh, little backhanded shot at Cal as well. Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. Did you catch that little? Well, you just know. Yeah, when, when you're playing Cal, it's all can, good. You can get away with that stuff. You play yeah, better, <laughs> yeah, you play better teams. I think that was just like one of those things that just slipped out. He slipped. Yeah. He slipped yeah. All right. Dan, uh, Dan Lanning joins us every Thursday at 4 here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 